0: The Loud music, like a high-frequency ringing ripped at the drums of my ears as I fled the, to the bathroom, slamming the heavy door behind me. Ow, that music hurts. I sunk onto my knees and shifted into a sitting position. Why do they play it? Why do they play the music so loud? It just hurts. My eyes shot towards the door like bullets. Who's there? A strong yet young feminine voice slipped through the door. Let me in, it's so loud out here. I hesitated to stand up, yet I still twisted the handle and pushed the door open with all my might. I met face to face with a a 17-year-old brunette female pushing into the bathroom and shutting me out. Thanks for the bathroom, loser! I heard her voice under the booming music as I scurried to my best friend. I screeched with excitement, trying to overcome the music. Castiel! His head turned towards me and his eyes instantly lit up. Adrian! My feet lift into the air as I tackle hugged Cass, surprisingly, surprisingly not knocking him over as I had meant to. I didn't know you were coming. His voice rang through my ears. One, sorry, I forgot to tell you. Two, could you please get off of me? My arms are wrapped under Castiel's arms, locking him in a bear hug while my legs are wrapped around his slender waist. It's okay, I'm sorry. I glanced around, looking to see if anybody noticed, letting out a sigh of relief when I'm not the only one doing the weird weird hug position. I, I really didn't mean to, sorry. It's alright, Castiel's voice rang through my head. I started to notice something odd when I couldn't find the student principal anywhere. My heels clicked as I strutted towards this group of student council. I filled up my cup with the stereotypical party drink, fruit punch. Have any of you seen- No, he's sick today, he'll be at school on Monday. One of the four girls, the shortest, responded stiffly. How did you- I tipped the cup backwards. Taking a sip of the fruit punch. Wow, I remarked. This is kind of good. You're the fifth person to ask. The male standing with the group announced loudly over the music. My face turned red as a f- as red as a fresh apple. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. You didn't know. A taller female responded softly, so soft that I, cu- I, o- I could almost not hear her. The fruit punch is good, isn't it? Yeah, I smiled. Finally, they aren't ignoring me. My friend Castiel brought it. Touché, she giggled. My phone vibrated against my hip. I reached under the dress coat and into its hidden pocket, and then pulled out my phone, which was playing the dark version of Senorita by, by Kurt Hugo, distant um, displaying my bay across the screen. Sorry, this is my boyfriend. I gotta take it. I pressed the green... Rip- I pressed... I pressed the green button right before filling up my cup again and then making a beeline to the farthest corner from the music. Hey, baby, sorry about the wait. The darn party's music is so loud. It's all right. My boyfriend's soft soft and sweet voice rang through the phone with pride. What did you need? I asked, trying to hide the fact that I really felt uncomfortable. You left your shirt at my house. I wanted to know if you wanted me to drop it off for. Sorry, babe, not tonight. I'm at a party. (laughs) Oh, okay. Is tomorrow all right? Yeah, see you then. Bless you. My boyfriend's soothing laugh came through the phone like a whisper in the dead of night. Love you too. See you tomorrow night. And like that, he hung up. I hid the phone back under my dress coats Back into its hidden pocket, then drank the punch on the way over to the corner at Castiel and the rest of his friends were at. I noticed an odd taste of fruit punch, rang with a mix of wild cherry and sugar apple. Nothing unnatural, but what caught my attention about it was a sting against my tongue. Sort of reminded me when you take take a sip out of a pop can for the first time and it, it makes it taste like it's sour. Only it was more of a sting instead of a sour tasting. It tasted horrible. Like a taste of when I took the drink out of my dad's water bottle when I grabbed the wrong one after a night of. Oh my god! I screeched in terror, dropping the paper cup. Cass swiftly turned away from one of his friends to rush to my aid. What's wrong, Adrian? One of the... One of the... Friends in his friend group turned towards me. Also curious of what was happening. Somebody put alcohol in the fruit punch. Shh. Cass groaned. I knew somebody would have done that. That's why I should have brought soda. These dang stereotypical parties. He grumbled softly. I'll go refill it. Castiel whipped around and walked towards the container of Fruit Punch where three, or four, pe- three or, f- or four people were standing. Where are you taking it? I couldn't identify who was speaking from my angle. Somebody spiked it. He pulled a little card out from under the table and set the half- empty container on the cart. My eyes locked in the front door and when somebody stepped in. I say, a short male r- r- ran over to-, to the figure and hugged them. Hey, Jace. A look of disbelief sprung across my face. Wait, he actually came? The thoughts rang through my head like a bell when my phone started to vibrate. The, fa- the familiar tune. Hello. Hey, babe. One more question. One more answer. Do you want me to come to like that party? A squeal slipped out of, out, of my mouth, attracting a few people's attention. Yes! All my thoughts wiped away like a sponge on a plate. <laughs> All right, I'll see you in an hour. I hung up and stared silently at Jace as the th- as he looked around, his yellowish-green eyes burning holes through every little entity he looked at. His eyes slid over person after person after person, soon landing on me, locking eye contact a brief moment with a big devilish grin before he could continue to look at the crowd of people. A big end towards the bathroom again, when, uh, hand squeezed my shoulder, causing me to jump and freeze. Hello, Adrian. I jerked around, once again, locking eyes with Jace. <laughs> hey, Jace, you need something? Just don't stare at me like that. You'll make my new boyfriend mad. Your new boyfriend. Yes, my new boyfriend. He actually cares about me, unlike you. Says the guy who dumped me because I have albinism. Says the guy who used me for my father's money. I never... I interrupted him. My slow, rage slowly building up through me. Don't you lie. You, you're just a backstabbing alpha male. In my blind rage, I dug my fist into Jason's stomach. I don't even understand how your family deals with you. Around an hour and a half later, the buzz of the doorbell rang, causing one of the girls near the oak-shaded door to swing it open with force. Um, what do you need? She glared in the doorway for a moment, looking back at her friends with a disgusted look on her face. Once again, back towards the door, she looked. Oh, um, Adrian, a voice muttered to the girl. Oh. Her head whipped around, looking... Locking on me, he's over there. She wove her hand towards me. The pale male stepped inside, about the age seventeen, another seventeen-year-old. <laughs> I thought. His height five foot eight to six foot. He was wearing a pair of baggy jeans and a huge black hoodie that would most likely crush me if I tried to wear it. He had black hair that almost covered his eyes, with tints of red on the tips. And he wore large hiking boots. Hey! Ya, yeah, Bozo, yay! Babe! I squealed and ran into his arms. A few people looked and yelled in unison. What? It's Korean for hello! Ace, my boyfriend, shouted at with pride. I stared awkwardly at the floor, trembling. Hey, what's wrong? A hand fixed itself on my cheek, Comfort me with things are worth. Nothing! Come on, look at me! I lifted my head, locking eyes with Ace. Are you embarrassed that people are looking at me weird because I'm Korean? It's not your your fault people are racist. You got that right. Now come on, this music's too loud, it hurts my ears. All right, my fingers intertwined with aces and it felt like in a blink of an eye, I was standing silently watching my dad look over my Japanese urban le- legend essay the next day. You got an F. My dad stood up and pivoted towards me. You seriously got an F. His footsteps echoed in the large interior. I'm sorry, I tried. Trying isn't enough. You have to do and not try. <clears throat> my snow-white hair dragged, dragged me toward... Dr- was dragging me towards the basement with his large hands gripping it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! I screeched to terror as Eric, my father, slammed the door open to the basement that was fil- flooded with the darkness throwing my trembling body down the meeting-length staircase. I could hear my father's heavy footsteps as he came down the steps. Eric pulled the the transparent case hinged on the wall by a few nails and pulled out the familiar, slender, long black pole attached with a dangling black rope I lay behind him, my knees to my chest cowering. Oi, coward, get up! What a coincidence, I thought you'd say that. I slowly sit up, my eggs leaking from being thrown down the steps violently. I pathetically stare at my father before I start rising, pain striking my legs with, like, mul- multiple little knives or needles needles digging t- into my skin. Of surprisingly thick legs for my four-foot-nine body. Turn around, he growled, like a lion getting ready to pounce as he sent the whip down against the wall, removing his ragged shirt, as it, and I swiftly turn around, afraid to disobey, removing my shirt before he yells at me again. The whip cracking against my back has become normal to me, but the sting of pain that comes after I will never adjust to. After seven or more strikes, he puts the whip down into a case... <laughs> into its case, heads up to the steps, leaving me lying in the dim light of the basement. You're a failure of a son. My foot touched the marble floor. The hall fell silent. I scurried to my locker, feeling millions of little eyes stinging on the back like bees. The creaking of my locker hinges made it much worse. I just wanted to shut myself in my locker and suffocate. Whispers through the air, along with that occasional giggles and laughs, and a few disgusted sounds. I glanced at the locker next to mine. There stood one of my friends, Sammy Lawrence, removing a few books from his locker. Hey, Sammy. Yeah, what's going on? You haven't heard? His blonde hair and, with pastel pink highlights shined in the lighting, along with his emerald green eyes. Heard what? Somebody spread a rumor about that you slept with Jet Archer after the party. Ew, who would do that? My maroon eyes darted around the hallway. No clue. I mean, you were with your boyfriend, if I was correct. Yeah, I muttered but under my breath. Sam sighed and looked into my eyes. Your Is your albina, albinism getting worse? Your eyes look black. It's the lighting. I guess the school's lights are going back. The loud ringing of the bells interrupted my sentence, sending me into silence. My heels clicked as my silk skirt waved behind me from the speed of passing people. Chemistry. God, I hate chemistry. The thoughts of my six-foot-three teacher sent shivers up my spine. As soon as I felt a soft surface hit my face, my legs started to wobble as I dropped to my knees. Sorry, eh? The soothing voice rang in my head as my eyes shot up to look at the entity in front of me. My eyes locked with Jed Archer, the student principal. It's alright, Jed. I grasped my ears' hand and used it to lift myself back onto my feet. Why does everybody keep staring at you like you did something? I felt eyes on me, about twenty to twenty-three. Nothing important. Chat looked on. Do you understand? Do you understand how uncomfortable you were making him? Do you, any of you have respect? A rush of release flood flood my lungs. Thanks. I'll tell you later. I'm gonna be late for chemistry. I'll walk you there. You know my role in this school. My eyes turned around as I sank into my shoes. Okay. Jet and I. Walked in sync until we passed the lunch hall. Hey, Jet? Yeah? Why does your hair match your eyes, like, perfectly? Why are you staring at my eyes? Jet shoots me me a look. His soft eyes, which are the color of heat, his soft brown eyes ruin the whole questioning look. I don't know. I just noticed your eyes look like your hair, and I wanted to ask. I glance around the empty hall, lowering my head because of the silence. Thanks for walking me to chemistry, but I got it from here. I sped up. I sped off, up trying to avoid talking to Jed about the rumor. But it seems he you noticed know, something was way off. Adrian, I screech to stop. Only I hear the screeching in my head. Yes. Why are you so scared of me? I don't know what you're talking about. I'd pass across the clock. I'm almost four minutes late. I gotta dash. I take off running down the hallway. My my heels thumping loudly behind me. Jet doesn't care, though. He doesn't want me to get in any more trouble than I already am in. I felt a hand on... I felt a hand on... I felt a hand lock around my wrist. Look, stop avoiding me. Or I'm giving you detention. I'm trying to help. Please let go. Tell me what's wrong with you then. My eyes snapped towards shit. Somebody spread a rumor about us and you're making it worse for me. He lost his grip, stumbling away from me. What is it about? Teen drama rollers. Rumor. Teen drama rumors. Oh. Oh. He looked around in disgust. I'm not even gay. Yeah, I know that, dingus. My eyes dart around the hallway. Now will you please go away? I have to get the lunch before Sam and Cask become curious. Fine, I'll go. He wove his hand towards the lunchroom.